0: Back to walk-ins, welcome. I am excited for our episode today. We have Bo Alongo, we have Katherine Clark with us today, and we are all about helping urgent cares and medical facilities triple their revenue through digital marketing services and
1: exceptional patient value. And just to kind of give a brief background on Bo, so he was in emergency medicine for over 15 years, named Top 100 Most Influential Atlantans in Medicine in 2020 and 2021. And then he kicked off Medici in 2021. So he's been a very busy person the past couple of years, just to say the least. <laughs> so, uh, right.
0: Bo, Catherine, we'll start with you, Bo. Uh, say what's up to the audience and tell everybody one thing that they don't know about you.
2: Hi, audience. Hey, guys. Um, we are uh, the one thing that, uh, what is one thing that I don't know. If knows? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I, was, I was born and raised in, um, in, in Cameroon, West Africa, I moved here about 30 years ago, I think September of this year will be 30 years and came here to the U S with a dream of being a physician and, 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 and being an ER doctor. And here I am 30, 30 years later, living the dream, Yeah, working on it,
0: <laughs> working. <laughs> the dream. Well, you know, t- typically we like to talk about, Hey, what kind of fears did you have to overcome to start your practice? All of these different kinds of things. And I'm sure that you had those, but y- you come from Cameroon. I mean, that's a whole different level of starting from scratch.
2: Right. But so here's the thing. It's when I did, when I came, when I decided to do emergency medicine, it was, I was always, I read really, when I got, when I started doing it, I realized mm-hmm. that emergency medicine, you're pretty much catching everybody at the bottom. Okay. You know what I mean? You're catching people when they've already fallen off the bandwagon. Either it's blood pressure issues or complications from diabetes, complications from blood pressure. So you're catching them at the bottom. And when I wanted to do medicine, I when I started even having this dream, I was probably a 10 year old. I realized that that's not what I wanted, and so I'm, uh, ER was like disease management. So I, I wanted to kind of switch over to the part where you're like trying to keep people healthy, as opposed to waiting till they fall off the bandwagon and catching them.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a lot easier to keep somebody in the wagon than catching them when the wagon is off the off the rails.
1: No, there's no doubt about yeah, that. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of reminds me of like the, an IT world where they went from a break fix model to like let's just keep things healthy all the time and just keep. <laughs> right. But so, okay, so you've been like, I have to know a little bit about this name, Top 100 Most Influential Atlantans in, in Medicine. What does that, like, how did you get that? What does that look like?
2: You know, um, I think <laughs> <they> were, it, <laughs> it's a little exaggerated, I think, but uh, you know, I, 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 when, I, when I went to, when I, I obviously trained at the best schools um, that I could have possibly trained at. I went to medical school at Morehouse School of Medicine here in Atlanta. Um, And then I did my residency at Emory, which was pretty much Grady Memorial Hospital. And if you know Grady Memorial Hospital, you know that it's it's pretty much it. Right. It's 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 the the, the spot if you want to learn emergency medicine, that's the spot. And so, um, you know, I just that was kind of what led along that path. And I think over years of credentials and being assistant medical director at different hospitals. And I think they just reached out and said, hey, we think you're. You're, you're, you're one of those people that's like making, you know, and then I went once I opened Medici, they said, you're one of those people that looks like you're making the whole difference and changing how this whole thing is delivered. Because all of us as Americans know that our healthcare delivery system is not optimal. Let's just be honest.
3: Well, let's
0: talk about that for a second. So being in that industry, our healthcare system isn't optimal. Um, what does it look like for you as an urgent care provider, and what
2: is the optimal situation? Um, so the way our, the way the system is set up, for example, I would be in the ER and I would see people come in who have who, for example, couldn't afford their blood pressure medicine, right? But could qualify for government assistance, and so you, you and then and so they would come in and like, I can't afford my medicine. I don't qualify for government assistance because I make X Y Z. And then, but when you don't take those medicines and then you wind up on getting like kidney failure, right. then the system kicks in. And so it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, why would you not pay $30 a month for somebody's prescriptions and then wait till they get on dialysis and then pay after then that same person now costs the system three, $4,000 a month. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, you know, this could be better. It could be better than this.
0: Do you have anything that you're incorporating into your practice that is helping alleviate any of that? Do you do any special programs, any kind of certain ways that you're able to help in that area?
2: Um, yes, Uh, we, 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 we try to work with our patients and make sure like, you know, that they get whatever they need. We're we're trying to prevent people from falling out of that bad way. And Kathy can speak a little more today, but what we're trying to do is to make sure that we give them all the resources that they need. And the reason why we're integrative and holistic practice is because we're trying to make sure that they have everything they need so that we're not catching them when they're at the end of the, at, at, of the, of the, of the track. If, they,
3: if they're one of those people that really can't afford, you know, if they can't afford, hardly afford an office visit, but we, you know, we need to get labs for their medicines. You know, we'll say, okay, just pay for the office visit. We'll get, throw your labs in for free, or, you know, we'll give you a discount on this or that just to help people along. So they get the medical care that they need when they need it.
0: Uh, is it the is it the Hippocratic oath that is first do no harm? Is it, am I getting that correct?
2: Absolutely. It's it's that it's that, but don't it's you, also. Don't you expensive. wish there was one of those for financials? <laughs> well, no, but I mean, even if even if Hippocrates didn't exist, we're still humans,
1: right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if Hippocrates never lived in, or I don't know what, a thousand years ago, we're still humans, mm-hmm. and we know what makes sense. I think that for the most part. As humans, you know you, I don't, I don't, I, I, and I don't know if this is relevant or not, but like just in New York, for example, what happened this week in New York? when mm-hmm. we see another human being in distress, our as a human being and there's a there's there's a segment of population that you know it is just all about them, but as a normal human response, it's you want to jump in and you want to do what you can. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: Well, I want to talk a a couple of areas, if you don't mind me digging in a little bit. Um, You have Catherine on the call with us today. And I'm excited, Catherine, for you to be here. Can you give us a a, just take a couple of minutes, let us know about you, how you're connected with uh, Medici, what you do. Go.
3: So I have been an ER nurse for the last 10 years. I actually met Dr. Lango my first day of uh, clinicals of nursing school, my fourth semester. So I've known him for about 10 years. I ended up going to nurse practitioner school, worked in the ER as an NP for about two years. And he contacted me one day because we had kept in contact him over the years. And he said, hey, I'm thinking of opening up a clinic. Do you want to work for me? And I said, absolutely. Well, made no hesitation whatsoever. And that's, that's how I ended up here today.
0: <laughs> I love it. So uh, it sounds like, uh, Bo that you're attracting the kind of people that you want to attract, the type of personalities that you want to attract. So what is your strategy for building your team at Your Urgent Care?
2: um the culture of any organization is dictated by the person that starts the organization and my 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 philosophy has always been um you you go you'll do you do you know you 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 give your best you 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 and when you give your best you attract the best people
0: mm, that's good
2: yeah you when you when when you and when people People, because Catherine, for example, Catherine left a standard, well-paying job in an emergency room with a and came and joined a startup. Mm-hmm. And it's because people believe in a vision. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to articulate that vision and that and, and, and you have to be able to create that vision. And I and, and and after going through after 15 years of this and all the people that I've met along the way, and as we're planning on even now opening second and third locations, it's like if you, it has to be people that subscribe to that vision not believing in me personally but believing in what it is that we're trying to create because we're literally doing nothing more our our tagline when we send out emails and so on and so forth is the next level of medicine so we're literally we're we're literally trying to create the next level of medicine
1: so like and that kind of goes into because we talk a lot about marketing on this podcast and you're talking about your vision you say next level medicine how do you how can you describe that to the person that knows nothing this is driving by your office and they may see next level medicine? How do they know what that means? Like what does that mean? How do you put that out there?
2: Go ahead.
3: You describe it the best because, like he said, you know, he was doing all these extra things as an ER physician, like going to an acupuncturist, going to a massage therapist, doing all these other things. He wanted to integrate a place where people could come and get their medical services and also get those other things because if you're dealing with someone with chronic pain. Acupuncture may help them more than they think, and if we can get them to try it and see where that goes, we may be able to help them take less medicine or something like that. So right. that's kind of how he looked at it.
2: Yeah, because I, you know, when I was in the ER, I would get a random, you know, or right, we're shift based, and you get Tuesdays off and Wednesdays off, right? And right. so I, on those days, before I have to go to the carpool and pick up my kids, I have to, I, I could, I could go see my acupuncturist, not because there's anything wrong, just to maintain my system in balance. I can go see a massage service, I go to the sauna, but I realized for most people you're in the office of nine to five and by the time you get out those places are closed mm-hmm. and so we wanted to create this one stop where you can come in on your day off or on a saturday and get everything that you need to maintain your wellness so this is there's, so, so there's weight loss support there's urgent care there's primary care which is holistic there's wellness scans where we check your antioxidant levels there are We have IV vitamin therapy. We have an acupuncture on staff. We have a massage therapist on staff. We have infrared saunas on staff. It's literally a one-stop shop for your health and wellness.
0: So I I don't know what it's like in Atlanta, but Atlanta is not that far away from us. You're about two, two and a half hours away from Birmingham. And I've talked to a lot of medical people. I've talked to a lot of chiropractors. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be, at least in, in Alabama, this massive disconnect between right. the medical yeah. community and the chiropractic community and the massage therapist community. Like they're right. all, they, they, it reminds me of that meme. If you see where there's the three Spider-Mans pointing at you,
2: each other, like <laughs> right. you're an imposter, you're an imposter, you're an imposter. And it's understandable. It's understandable because the the, 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 the medical system here are, the, are, and the and the West, quote unquote, tends to think of the MD as the superior, as the God.
0: Mm. Yes, I've noticed The chiropractor,
2: eh, those are not real doctors. The acupuncturist, they're not really doctors. And so our system tends to put the MD and our model as the the, the, the end all be all, but what you come to realize is that all of those other ancillary, non-traditional people have something to offer. Right. And if you can put them in a space where you can blend it and you can get the average American to see that, Low back pain, of course you can come to an ER doctor and I'll prescribe you Motrin 800s or Ultram, Trimadol or, you know, worst case scenario, Percocet or Norco. But that may not be the answer. And after years of us doing that, we realized that no, wait, number one, especially with the opioid, with, the, with the habit forming drugs, we're just creating more problems than we're solving. A low How back pain it? might just need to see an acupuncturist and, or might see, need to see a chiropractor. Everybody doesn't need, Ultram, Tramadol, or Percocet. That's not the answer to everything. Or a pill, just in general, a pill is not the answer to everything.
1: I'm about to say, we Some people's
2: blood pressure is up because they're stressed. It's their lifestyle. And you have to, if you you don't account for that, you're just like, oh, well, here's the pill. And then what? Well, you treated a symptom, not the the cause, right? Exactly.
3: Exactly.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Okay
1: causal based medicine <laughs> hey, well,
0: no, this, this is super fascinating i'm not saying that you're the only one that does this uh, i'm just saying you're the first one that i've come across that does this and we deal in the urgent care marketing space so you know everything when you're a hammer everything looks like a nail Voila. you're saying i've got a whole toolkit at my mm-hmm. disposal i'm curious how do you communicate that through your marketing
3: because
2: so we do a lot of marketing. It's, education. We, it's we, education. we educate, we try to educate our patients. You know what I mean? Um, uh, we try to educate them. We we realize like, you know, sometimes like if, for example, somebody we, when we we when we do our physicals, we go beyond just what's your what's your family history or what did your dad have or what did your dad, dad die of. We go into things that are not, you know what I mean, like how is your sleep? How is your romantic life? How is your sex life? Those kinds of things. What do you What do you eat like? What's your exercise level like? Because all of those things play a role. You can't just discount half of somebody's life and, and just say, oh, oh and, and, and pretend that that's okay. It's, it's never gonna be okay. We, so we try to put the whole thing together. And we, so we might say, you know what? Sometimes you, you might just be stressed because you're not sleeping well. Right. Or sometimes you might just be anxious because your job is crazy. Or sometimes you might, you know, you may not, you might be emotionally off balance that you, because you don't have a good, phys, like good good relationships, like physical relationships. I'm not talking about a girlfriend or a boyfriend, <laughs> but just, you know what I mean? These are the things that you cannot just discount. And Western medicine tends to try to compartmentalize these things as, as separate things, but they're not.
3: And one thing that he emphasized, because when I first started working here, I had never been to an acupuncturist. I had never had a massage. So he was oh. like, you need to do these things so that you can tell people about them. And I'm very much behind acupuncture now. I think it's great. Massage is great. So I think that helped too, because he was saying, you have to do these things, experience them so you can explain them to the patients and and then they'll know what you're doing. And
2: now she's addicted to our infrared (laughs) sauna. Uh, You know what's funny? (laughs) 20 minutes in infrared infrared sauna will change your life.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, tell me about that. What is that?
3: So what it does is because it, it heats your body, And it helps you sweat out all those toxins. And it's almost like exercising, but without the exercise, which I'm all about. So, you know, it it increases your heart rate.
2: Yeah, it it goes up to 140 degrees. So your heart rate goes up. Your muscles (laughs) get relaxed. You sweat sweat
3: all the toxins out. All the
2: toxins out. You just feel great. It's good for everything.
3: And they've actually shown in some studies that it can decrease your chances of getting Alzheimer's, which I'm very interested in as well.
0: You know, uh, we don't have Alzheimer's in our family, but we do have dementia that runs
1: into it. And there's a same thing yeah. like your brother, sister type thing. So, yeah. And- so I'm, I'm curious, uh, talking about marketing, stuff like that. You know, we're a lead gen company. Like we want to bring more patients to your door type of thing for you guys, because you touch a lot of different areas of like a traditional urgent care. would. What is the most common denominator for the first time patient? What kind of patient are they? Why did they come across you? What channel did they find you in? How, like, what does that look like?
2: A lot of it is social, like social media, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's digital. So a lot of people, I, I think more and more Americans are realizing that a pill is not the answer mm-hmm. to everything. So a lot of people are looking for more holistic, integrative kind of way to wellness. Mm-hmm. And as they're Googling that, they have, that's how they, that's people are finding us. They say, they're like, you know, I went to my doctor. My blood pressure, my blood pressure was high. They slapped in this prescription. they were like, "Good night, have a nice day." And and a lot of people are realizing. I think a lot of Americans in general are, are realizing that that's not always the answer.
3: It's also word of mouth. This man is relentless in getting the you know our name out there, marketing <laughs> us. So that's it too. He you know people in the neighborhood have seen us, they've heard of us, and they want to come try it out for themselves.
1: Well, and, and you guys are still relatively new. I mean, you're talking yes. about a year, a little over a year old. Um, what are some key things that you've learned since you've started the business like if I knew that right now I would have changed it a year ago What are some key items that you could help, because we have a lot of urgent care owners or medical practice owners that listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we always encourage any advice that you could give out to these type of people What what would you say.
3: Our biggest learning curve I think has been learning the things that they don't teach you in the emergency medicine fields, like billing and coding and dealing with the insurance rules. That's been the biggest hurdle for us. But we're, after a year in, we're finally overcoming those things. We've got the right coding in. Um, So that's been a big, a big learning curve is all of the insurance related things. And
2: also realizing that there's a, I used to think that like, I realized that there's a huge segment of the American population that is realizing that the Western paradigm of medicine is not the end all be all. Mm -hmm. but the question becomes, what's next? And that's where we're at the next level of medicine. It's like, what's next? And we don't know that we have all the answers, but we know that everybody's thinking what's next because this paradigm of pills for everything, you know what I mean? You're depressed, oh, you know, you take this pill and you'll be running in meadows and your life will be (laughs) hunky-dory. A lot of Americans are coming to realize that this is not the end of the story. And there's people that are curious about acupuncture but they've never tried it, they're apprehensive. Is this gonna work? How does this work? Mm-hmm. And so it's that education where we're just like, we're educating people and letting people know that there's other ways to stay well.
3: Mm-hmm. And he'll have, you know, if a patient comes in for a certain thing that he thinks acupuncture will work for them, he'll bring the acupuncturist in and say, hey, what can we do for them? And they'll they'll right. go straight from our appointment to see the acupuncturist right. to get a couple of needles put right. in. Like So my they range. can see it's, you know, it's not, it, it doesn't feel like a needle going in your body and that's the big thing big hurdle for most people is oh my gosh i'm scared of acupuncture because i'm scared of needles and it that's not how it feels
1: nice yeah it's just it's so fascinating to me just because you guys are just trying to change the mold a little bit and it's not radical because you're basically <laughs> taking all these things and putting it into a spot mm-hmm. that's convenient, right because right. right i don't want to go to five different locations to try something where i can just walk into one door and let's try these different things, and a couple hours later, you're like, okay, we know what's working and what's not working.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just great to me. From y'all's standpoint, <laughs> for your team, like, so you have a, a person for each area within the, yes.
2: how does that work? Yeah.
3: We have an acupuncturist, we have a massage therapist, we have
2: therapist. a massage therapist on staff.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm the nurse practitioner, we have a medical assistant. Um, we have the, our infrared sauna is there all the time. We encourage people to use it all the time. So we have each in, each person has their own individual role for
1: each thing that we offer. Sure. How many patients are y'all seeing typically right now? Like, and do they oh, go can
3: vary so much?
2: <laughs> Monday, you can go from, you can go from, from 20 on Monday to five on Friday right. on, on Wednesday. So it's That's just the all, amount, but but yeah. well,
0: a couple of things I just want to recap for our listeners while we're going through this is one of the things that stood out uh, to me, Bo, is that you, you said um Culture is dictated by the leader, which means you can't delegate culture to somebody else on your team. No, no. And I think there's leaders out there who think that they don't have as much control over their culture as they want to or should. Right. Right. Um, They're trying to offset it. Maybe they're letting people get almost too opinionated about what the culture should be. I think we invite people into our culture, but we hold the standard and they keep our standard.
2: Right. Yeah, correct. We, we, we do. We do even like, oh. even for our primary care um, for our, the people that want me as their primary physician, we, we have a screening criteria. Now, most doctors just say whoever walks in the door and wants me as their primary doctor is going to, I'm going to take them because I want the money. Sure. We screen them. We want to make sure that these are people that are serious about their health. If you are just coming in here to get a pill and walk out, this is not your spot.
0: Would you say that you're a more premium urgent care?
3: I would think so.
0: Yeah, we're, we're,
2: <laughs> hey, we're, we're, listen, that's saw, a badge of honor
0: for me. I feel like we're office. a premium agency. Yeah, no, if, you, if, you, if you if you
2: came to our office and you yeah. saw, our office, we're we're definitely I, I, the space. The way the space was designed, We're, Which he
3: designed. we're, we're top of the line.
2: <laughs> Good. Like, like, like well, this, 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 this is the next. Thing, right? This is the next level of medicine. We're not creating anything short of that.
3: Most people who walk into our waiting room, they're shocked. They're like, "Are you sure this is an urgent care?
2: <laughs> they're like, "It's not a doctor's office. It's more like an art gallery. It's a healing <laughs> space. Oh, that's good. A healing space, which
0: brings me to the next point. Um, One of the things that I would encourage our listeners to explore a little bit further, if you're looking to grow pockets of revenue, is you can be more than an urgent care. You can be a provider of massage therapy. You can be a provider of dry needling and acupuncture. Um, There are other sources of revenue the urgent care will bring people through the door, but you have other services that keep them coming back. Coming I mean, back, exactly. That's the secret for an urgent care. That most of them are like, we can get them the first time. We just don't have right. to keep them coming back. Exactly. Right,
2: right. Yeah. If you walk in with an ankle sprain, yeah, that's and if you don't sprain your ankle for two years, then I won't see you for two years. <laughs> right. But if you walk in with an ankle sprain and you could you could buy if you if I can get you to understand this vision. Then you'll come back for the sauna. You realize that 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 sauna, the sauna is going to loosen up those ankle muscles and get them to heal faster. Then you'll see my acupuncture because you're like that's going to make my ankle heal faster. And then you buy into that vision and that's and then you're like well, you know what I want you to be my primary care doctor because this is what I always was looking for. And then and then that's how you get them. That's how that's where people stay because otherwise how many how many, how many times you're going to sprain your ankle in the year?
0: I mean. Hopefully, Hopefully not any more than that.
3: <laughs>
0: I only burned my hand on the stove the one time. <laughs> that's all it took. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You that's, only that's learned that lesson that. once, I hope. Um, last
0: <laughs> thing that I want to ask you, and then we can wrap up. I, I want to hear some pearls of wisdom from you, but really, what is the one marketing channel that, like, I can only do one thing, this is what I'm doing?
2: I say a word of mouth. Yeah. Word yeah. of mouth. Okay. Yep. I, 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 I that is the highest closing. I I moved into this neighborhood in 2002 as a second year medical school student. And I've been in the same neighborhood since. My kids were born here, they're raised here. We're in Grant Park. I know I'm always always around the neighborhood, the restaurants, the cafes, and everybody knows Dr. Bo. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we've done what we've done from when we started doing COVID vaccinations to people just coming in the door was because everybody was like, I know Dr. Bill, like that's my doctor. I see him all the time around the neighborhood. And right. that access, that level of access where I could literally be like at a restaurant with my kids having a glass of wine and somebody walks up and says, hey doc, like, can I talk to you about something? And I'm like, oh, can I call you later or text you about something? And my staff, it drives them a little crazy because everybody <laughs> that comes in says they're my friend.
3: Yes, or his cousin. <laughs> yeah, and,
2: and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Everybody yes. wants. Everybody but, wants but access to the they, doctor. They go out and tell people they're like, "This is the, he's this is this is one of the best ER doctors. This is one of the best, not ER, this one of the best physicians in Atlanta." That's fantastic. And so, and, and I want people that come in to believe that
3: he's definitely that personable and that approachable to everyone around
1: here. Yeah. So, I, but I like it though. So, you know, you you planted in 2002. The, you know, your neighborhood knew you, you're like well i'm just going to open up a, a spot right here i've already got the audience yep. yeah because you know in our world we know urgent care world people aren't going to drive more in 10 minutes unless no, exactly. exactly never
2: so if, you, yeah. if you own that neighborhood already if... yeah i mean we have i mean it's it's, it's sometimes it's, it gets a little crazy there's sometimes people call me at 11 o'clock at night they're like i bump my chin and i'm like uh, yeah well I don't really know what to do about that at 11 o'clock in night, but I will open my clinic. I have done it before. I have yes. gone to my clinic at, at nine, 10 o'clock at night to help out a friend yeah. or a neighbor.
0: Well, you're not taking from the community. You're giving back to the community. Yeah. And if I could, if I could make that my number one takeaway today is community don't right. just sell to your community, be a part of it. Yeah.
2: yeah. Exactly. Yes, sir. That's that you, you you nailed it.
0: Love it. I've had such a good time talking with you today, Catherine, Dr. Bo, um I'm, I'm gonna ask you if there's any last words that you want to give to our audience now's the time to do it is there anything that you want to send them or send them to a website or anything where they can learn more about
2: you um we our website is um www.md as in mary david medici which is our name dot com, and our tagline and it's one of those things that i, I live by I, I tell people all the time our tagline not not the next level of medicine but when we do emails and we send out, we always tell people, we say live well. <clears throat> now, what does live well mean? Live well doesn't mean, it's not, it's not a material live well. It's live well, like a well lifestyle, a balanced well lifestyle. I'm not, I will never tell my patients who are, you know, who drink more than they think they should, you know, or, or have a cigarette here and there was cigar every now and then if a cigar every now and then is your version of live well live well it's not ideal but live well whatever takes that that makes you feel well you know what i mean as long as you're not being doing it in excess live well that's kind of how we sell this thing that's how we that's what we say we we tell people we say live well if well, well means everything to somebody else some people it's a vacation every two months or every six weeks or every two weeks but live well but you know if you're living going on vacation every two weeks and then your finances are off, off out, out <laughs> of control you're not living well oh, live well cool like it well Man. we've had
0: an amazing time uh
2: enjoyed thank you guys your podcast this. Um, thank you it's awesome you. we should do this again
0: <laughs> yeah thank you for pouring into our audience we will tap back uh to see if we can get you back on um but define what living well looks like and then go. go do it there you go yeah.
1: do your thing
3: yep all right your version of live well.
1: yep all right guys All right, guys. We'll thank, guys. thank you so all again thank and we'll you, catch you on the next one see y'all all right bye-bye. thank you bye-bye
3: Blau-bao-bao-bao. bao